Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, 4 o'clock hour at Hollywood Kia, home of the no-dealer fee. That's why Hollywood Kia is number one. Today is also a Ticket Wizard Tuesday on the Hockman and Crowder Show Traffic tickets happen to everyone. Don't let it ruin your day. Go to TicketWizard.com. Stop worrying about it. Five minutes could save you more than $500 on your next ticket. Uh, before we get headlines here, you have a little cat talk. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Crowder and I will broadcast live from the Ameren Bank Arena tomorrow as the Panthers host the Dallas Stars. Tomorrow is Aaron Ekblad mini bobblehead night. <laughs> Remind me to grab six or seven of those. I don't know what to do with, but do something with them. I know, who, then, won't, uh, uh, I know who won't be in attendance for that one. <laughs> I don't think they have a, uh, a feud anymore. And then Friday night, Pittsburgh Penguins are in town, and then the Cats are going to go on the road for a while. So if you want to see the uh, Panthers at home, you have two more chances this week, tomorrow night and Friday night. And again, tomorrow we'll do the show from the Amherst Bank Arena leading up to the game. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Let's get some headlines here for the 4 o'clock hour with Alejandro Solana. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. Mentioned this earlier uh, in the 3 o'clock hour, but a couple notes from Mike McDaniel. So regarding Jerome Baker, had that ugly injury and left the game on Sunday. Um, doesn't look to be as serious as maybe it looked. He will not go on the IR. It is an MCL injury, but it won't require surgery. All right. Good news. Yep. Man, yeah, very Robert good. Hunt. Yeah. And then uh, Robert Hunt is week to week after aggravating his hamstring injury. If, if there was Crowder one weakness, I guess you could – I don't want to say weakness because when Jerome Baker is healthy, he's been playing, he's been playing good. Yeah. But if there was one weakness to this Dolphins defense – you could argue it was the linebacker position. I know David Long's been having a good season, but, you know, I, I think you had mentioned it. The only dud from that game was. And, and it was nitpicking. Yeah, yeah. The linebackers having to uh, to, to cover wide receivers in coverage. Uh, but 
I guess it is kind of a big loss, right? Because the drop off from Jerome Baker to who? Duke Riley. Yeah. Do I have that right? Yep, Duke. Because uh, I read some McDaniel said that he was like Duke did a great job filling in, and I was like, uh, you got to love your players. But yeah, it, the, <laughs> the the setup the setup is a banging linebacker to stop the run. It's David Long this year. Last year was a Landon Roberts for the last couple of years, and Jerome's the athletic one. So I think they're going to have to figure out a way maybe to put another corner in the game or something because I don't think Duke Riley and David Long could run with guys if Jerome couldn't. By by the way, uh, one note on Javon Holland, who's not with us today here at Hollywood Kia, but he's going to join us for two hours next Tuesday here at Hollywood Kia. Uh, Mike McDaniel said of Holland with the injuries to his knees, the time off helped Javon. So I think it was more precautionary than anything that he didn't play on Sunday, and my guess is you will see him Monday night. You know who does ball? Is that damn Van Ginkle. And yeah. he's, about to, he's about to price himself out because somebody's going to give him a lot of money. For real. That's going to be a tough combo in the offseason, no matter what happens with the Dolphins the rest of the way. Who are they going to spend money on? Because – Christian Wilkins, all right, fine, you franchise tag him, but there's a lot of dudes that are going to have to get paid this offseason or Tua next offseason. is going to get record-breaking yep. money. Yep. $400 million plus. He's not playing on that fifth-year option, bro. He is going to get record-breaking money. They're going to have to. If they don't, then they'll lose him after next season. Yep. You can't do that, right, after what he's shown you, barring – I don't want to say it, but barring a major injury, you can't let this dude who has you breaking offensive records I'd in get the him NFL right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wouldn't wait another day. The question would be: Is they would say, is it McDaniel's offense that's doing it? But after watching those throws, watching him hit him hit Tyreek in stride twice, I, I can't stand people that still question Tua. Well, I don't want to find out if it is McDaniel's offense or if it's Tua. Like, I like how it's working. Right, yeah. I don't, I don't want to find out. I don't need to find out. Yeah, yeah. Josh Appel, by the way, has just texted me. Please grab uh, Ekblad mini bobblehead for him so that he can bring it to Crowder's holiday toy drive. Of course, you remember <laughs> last year, Appel showed up at the holiday toy drive what what was it with? It was like a uh, I know it was a bobblehead, but I can't remember who it was. Was it a Sandy? A Sandy, Sandy Alcantara. Alcantara? I think it was. I think it was Sandy Alcantara bobblehead. A free <laughs> bobblehead he brought for the kids at the Boys and Girls Club. By the way, we're going to be out there uh, at the Boys and Girls Club. It's the Lester H. White Boys and Girls Club uh, a week from Friday. So on December 15th, 15th, that's when we will do it. We are... Look, we are busy. We did Friday. We were live at Gulfstream yesterday at Twin Peaks. Today we're at Hollywood Kia. Tomorrow we're going to be at the Ameren Bank Arena. Thursday we're going to be at the Hard Rock Casino for the debut of Craps and Roulette and on-site sports gambling. And then next week we'll uh, we'll be at Hollywood Kia here on the uh, 12th and then uh, Crowder's Toy Drive, Crowder's annual toy drive will be Friday the 15th. And uh, um, I got my comedy show Thursday the 14th. That's right. Crowder will be performing uncensored stories that you may have heard (laughs) on the radio, but not the uncensored version. Uh, That will be Thursday the 14th at Miami Improv. Yep. And then you've got a date coming up at the Dania Improv too, right? 
uh, first week of January. All right. Forget the date. Yeah, I'm going to let this first one get passed. We'll figure it out on the back end. We'll give everyone the details. Can you, can you schedule it when the Heat don't play? Because <laughs> you know, I, I want to go watch you. I want to go support, and I want to hear these uncensored stories. Hey, schedule this one the night the Heat play, Crowder. You know, it's, it's tough for me. Can't get out of it. Hey, so I don't own the improv. I can't just <laughs> – <laughs> hey, clear out Wednesdays. It just it doesn't work that way. Can you schedule your events around my schedule, please? That would be <laughs> <That's>... phenomenal. <laughs> We scheduled this show around your events. A <laughs> um, couple local notes. Speaking of the Miami Heat, they are on the road tomorrow in Toronto, north of the border. It's a 7.30 p.m. start. No Bam Adebayo, no Haywood Highsmith. Obviously, no Tyler Hero still. What do you think of well. this? I was reading something. We didn't talk much Heat today. I don't think we've talked any Heat. Uh, Ira Winderman, there was a question in the Ask Ira column in the Sun Sentinel today. Ira. 11-9 and nine stinks for a team coming off the NBA Finals. Why isn't there more coming down on from the media? And I wonder, I, we haven't had that conversation because I think our expectations for this season were low and they didn't get Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal and blah, blah, blah. And they lost guys too. And so I think our expectations were low. But this writer goes, you know what? They're an NBA Finals team. They're 11-9. and nine. Ira says this. Because with the injuries and the road-intensive schedule, it's hard to get a grasp on what this team actually is. We barely have seen the trio of Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Tyler Hero together, and practically not at all with Haywood Highsmith as the starting power forward. What can the 2023-24 Heat become? Largely still unsure. They already have shown the ability to string together a seven-game winning streak, but they hardly have shown any degree of dominance. As is typical with this group, and in particular with Jimmy Butler, it comes down to how much they prioritize the regular season. Jimmy said after Saturday's loss to Indiana that mediocrity would not be accepted. Now we're about to see if, they play, if their play backs up that sentiment. Have you had any thoughts, Solana, that they're underperforming the expectations, or are they kind of what we expected? Yeah, didn't we expect them to be a mid, mid-tier mid playoff team and then, you know, elevate their game again, especially with Jimmy Butler in the playoffs? I, I don't want to see them be a playing team. I also don't want to do the excuse machine of injury, but when you, you, you lose your leading scorer seven games into the season and he's still not back, you're at the 20-game mark now. And you've had 13 of those 20 games a different starting lineup. Again, I'm not. I'm, I'm really not trying to crank up the excuse machine. They've had some brutal losses, bro. The loss to New York where they lost a 20-point lead. Uh, the loss to Indiana the other day where they gave up, I think, a franchise. It tied the franchise's most points ever given up uh, defensively to the Pacers. And then that loss to Chicago where they blew a 20-point lead in the first half as well. Like Some of those losses are, are inexcusable. But overall, they put together a seven-game win streak. They didn't do that. They haven't done that in three or four seasons. You've seen some really, really positive stuff come from Jaime Jaquez Jr., Josh Richardson, Caleb Martin's coming back. They're a team, 20 games in, who have shown you really good and really bad. And that they're probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah. One, I'm not concerned, like you're saying, but injury is an excuse. Like, it's an explanation. Even, Nick, you, you take you – take, any of them top players off the top teams, and they're not going to be as good. And we haven't had anybody play together. The concerns I do have 
is all them damn leads we blew. 18 point, 21 yeah. point. That's concerning knowing you can't stop the bleeding. Especially you mentioned they're not blowing teams out. They're not they're not winning in in commanding style outside of two wins this season. Um they're a team last year who played all these clutch games and in the playoffs were a really good team because they were able to win in those crucial moments, right? Think of every big moment in the playoffs. Jimmy's game against the Bucks. Fourth quarter, they dominated against the Celtics. He owns Grant Williams when they're down 10 points in the fourth quarter. Are they going to be able to replicate that this year? So far, they've been really bad in the fourth quarter. That does concern me. You're right, Crowder. But, again, we witnessed what they were last season, so I think the thought of just because they were an NBA Finals team that they're now a dominant team in the NBA is kind of foolhardy. Like, they clicked at the right time or turned it on at the right time. I don't know, or maybe a combination of both, but I wasn't expecting, like, I was just taken aback when I read it in Ask Ira because I had not thought of at all, oh, wow, NBA, you know, defending Eastern Conference champions and they're 11-9 and nine because I don't think I was expecting anything more. In fact, I think we were goofing around when they went on the seven-game winning streak where we were saying, oh, now the regular season. I, I was uh, misspeaking earlier in the uh, season because now the regular season matters. Those comments from Jimmy were weird, though, because he's like, yeah, it's mediocre. It's exactly where we don't want to be. And I don't know. I thought it was a little harsh from Jimmy Butler. That was a bad loss to the Pacers. I was as frustrated as anybody. But I mean, you're, you're without your leading scorer in Tyler. Bam Adebayo is banged up now. He's missing what's going to be his fifth, potentially sixth game of the season. Um, you've been relying on Duncan and Jaime Jaquez to win games. That's the thing with Jimmy. We see it. Jimmy can go drop 50, but he can't go He can't go 45, 50 a night. He can have a great game, but then, hell, Jimmy takes a lot of time off. I don't want to criticize him. I love Jimmy, but yeah. he, he takes some games off. He's missed some games this year, too. Yeah. You all right, Solana? Coughing? You were hacking up a lung there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Coffee uh, grounds? Might be coffee grounds. I did have a coffee <laughs> on the way in. <laughs> I, I mean, he's hacking up a lung. Tree is sneezing and snotting all over the place. Do you remember at uh, Twin Peaks yesterday, Crowder? I said, Tree sounds a little throaty. I knew he was getting sick. He didn't want to acknowledge it. He still doesn't want to acknowledge it. I think I got something from him on Friday, last Friday. That's possible. Solana tried to get everybody sick at Gulfstream. I'm the only guy that takes zinc. (laughs) (laughs) But that's because you're 55. Uh, I was just going to say, I saw that in 50 and over uh, vitamins. (laughs) Listen, take your zinc. I'm not the one uh, hacking and sneezing and snotting. (laughs) I don't want to point fingers, but this Jimmy showed up to the studio sick Wednesday and Thursday. And I told him, Jimmy, you sound sick. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Jimmy, did you show up to work sick? I was was feeling good, though. Uh Uh-huh. Jimmy, this is a brand new world. Can't show up to work sick anymore. I mean, come on, Jimmy. Brand new world, Jimmy. Jimmy, just use that sick time the company gives you, man. You'll be all right. <laughs> what sick time? What sick time? <laughs> Listen, uh, viruses are where uh, they, they go to Dan Day to die. <laughs> Nothing survives in that bloodstream. Like, Bring it. <laughs> Do your best. <laughs> Bring it. You might have some fun. <laughs> hard to survive Drano. <laughs> the entire world stopped for two years, and Dan Day is like, what are you guys doing? Right. Where is everybody? I was putting in overtimes. Solana saw me, like, walking into the station, walking out of the station 24 hours later. I didn't, busy times. Where is everybody? Dan's at Bowl Bar. It's all boarded up. Where is everybody? 
<laughs> Feels like I am legend out here. <laughs> if the Dolphins win or make the Super Bowl, reopen Bull Bar. Reopen yeah. Bull Bar. That should be the official Super Bowl watch party location in Miami. Well, I have to tell you, along that same line of thinking, I think I said it last season. Heat would have beaten Denver had they reopened Bongos. <laughs> I'm all for it. Huck, where's the place Bongos, you, you slept reopened Bull Bar. You slept on the floor in college one time at a bar or something? I uh, That Titanic Brewery, right? No, no I fell asleep at Sid's Piano Bar <laughs> on Piano US bar. 1. I mean... Way south on US one. I don't think SIDS exists anymore. But it, it literally that probably was ground zero for COVID. That's it all started on the floor of SIDS piano bar. You just laid down and took a nap? I didn't realize that I did that until my friends woke me. Like I didn't you know what I mean? Like it wasn't I didn't think you know what it was? I can tell you. It was the first night that I had ever drunk Long Island iced teas. Oh yeah. And yeah. I didn't know I just thought, oh, well, this is like a Hawaiian punch. Like I didn't, it I I didn't like it. It didn't dawn on me. I remember that night because uh, I was friendly with Levitard in college, and I remember Dan saying to me, "Cause I was downing these things because they were so tasty. It's like a Capri Sun almost. It was like a Capri Sun. You could drink a Long Island iced tea yeah. with a straw. Like you know what I mean? Like so I'm, I am hammering these things, and I remember Dan saying to me. Hawk, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and I was, you know, and so now I'm feeling it. I'm like, get out of here. If you don't want to go out tonight, go home. You know, I got, you know, go back to Ludlam Point, you bum. And then the next thing I have, like, there's like three friends, and I'm literally sleeping on the floor of Sid's Piano Bar on US 1. I remember the first time I saw somebody make a Long Island, and I was like, so you're just going to mix liquor with liquor with liquor with liquor, huh? <laughs> like, it's just, mm. like, like, But it tastes good. It, it's wild that somebody figured that out. Yeah. I had no idea, man. <laughs> I was hoping that days. would be the hawk we'd see at Crowder's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> those days are long gone. You would have left with Ocho's shirt. <laughs> Without his approval. <laughs> um, yeah, Panthers, as Hawk mentioned, tomorrow, 7 p.m. versus the Dallas Stars. They'll be out there tomorrow. Kane's Hoops hosts LIU tomorrow, 7 p.m. Leo Messi has been named Times 2023 Athlete of the Year. And um, in-season tournament quarterfinals tonight. Bucks oh. host the Knicks. <laughs> 7.30 p.m. Lakers, Suns, LeBron Durant. Was that Vladimir Putin that just walked by? But it's just a Tuesday night in the NBA. It's not. There's cup ramifications. Cock. Cup. cup ramifications. 10 p.m. tonight, LeBron versus Durant. Does uh, it, finally, I haven't watched it. You, you talk about it. Like, do, like, do, the, do the players go harder? I think they do. Well, I mean, the Heat got bounced. They're the defending Eastern Conference champions. So you tell just, me if they go harder. I, I just see LeBron not really caring about the cup. No, I think you're wrong, actually. I think LeBron wants to win the first ever in-season tournament Yeah, cup. actually, he's the kind of guy that wants the first ever in-season tournament <laughs> But cup. then then he'll pretend like it doesn't matter. Exactly. But he, I know yeah. LeBron wants to win yeah. the first ever in-season tournament cup. And he's going to ship the trophy right but to Ime no, Udoka's house. The only reason that I rolled my eyes was because 
it's a Tuesday night. You never give a scoreboard on a Tuesday night. But because it's couched as the in-season tournament, you're doing so. But I, I just have I, – I, it's just Tuesday night in the NBA to me. Well, well, first of all, there's nothing going on locally tonight. And there's only two games in the NBA. They happen at separate times. And there are ramifications for them. Like, if, if the Lakers lose tonight, they're out of the in-season tournament. So, yeah, I mean, it's Tuesday night basketball – but there's a reason why there's only two games happening tonight. I'll tell you who does care, that damn Halliburton. Where did he come from? <laughs> He's ridiculous. He is nuts, bro. Yeah. He is nuts. I'm going to be watching Inside the NFL tonight at 8 o'clock, Hard Knocks at 9 o'clock, and I'm going to catch up on uh, Sunday's episode of The Curse at 10 o'clock. You text the... me what went on in the in-season tournament tonight, all right? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> they had the producer of The Curse on, like, Jimmy Kimmel, and he was in, he, he painted himself I silver. watched it. I, I, I never th- – this is so funny because remember I said appointment television for me, Eddie Murphy, and he was on Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. I'm flipping through the guide last night, and I'm just looking at who the guests are on the guide on the late-night shows, and it's Benny Safdie. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I know them, it's the Safety brothers made uncut gems. And I don't know anything about the Safety brothers, but I know that I love the vibe of uncut gems. I love everything about the movie. And in fact, when Lori and I started watching The Curse, the music reminded me of uncut gems. I had no idea that Benny Safety had created The Curse as well. But now I see the thing. So now I look on the thing and I go, oh. Benny Safdie, I don't know who the guy is. Like, I know that he's responsible for one of my favorite movies of all time. So I watch him last night on Jimmy Kimmel, and he comes out in that ridiculous outfit, and I immediately checked out. I'm like, okay, you're just, yeah, it's cute. You know, it's like that Sia. You know, Sia, she's got to cover her face. She sings uh, with her back to the audience. Like, okay, I got you. So now, okay, I got you, Benny Safdie. And again, brilliant filmmaker. But it was like... Ah, you're dressed in all silver, like real cutesy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, like, couldn't you just come out and talk about the curse? I, I, I gotta look at you. You know, you're, you're dressed like, uh, like a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> then he was telling like serious stories. Like you can't dress like that and right. be serious. Right. Oh, like yeah. just tap dance if you're gonna dress like that. <laughs> he looks like. <laughs> uh, your weather. Sponsored by Demesman and Dover Law Firm, youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7, 866-954-MORE. Boy, what is going on with you? I am just falling apart over here. Partly cloudy <laughs> in South Florida. Tonight, the lows will be in the uh, mid-70s. Actually, it's going to get a little, a little colder than mid-70s tonight. Maybe even in the mid-60s tonight. That's is that so? Time. Yeah. Are you sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to check that out. Hold on. I'm opening the weather app. Yeah, 10 p.m. tonight, 66 degrees in Hollywood, Florida. Look at that. Mid-60s. Hmm. Wow, tomorrow in the 50s when you wake up. Really? Yeah, it says Hollywood, Florida, 8 a.m., 58. Wow. 7 a.m., 57. Pull out your scarves, man. That's freezing. How about that? I, I mean, don't pay those taxes already. to get 57. 80s. All right, let's uh, let's take a break. We'll do 15 minutes of game day uncensored in the next segment if Solana can make it. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Shake what your mama gave you. Hawk and Crowder. Call from mom. Answer it. 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'll give you quickly here for 15 minutes of game day uncensored. A little stock up, stock down from the Sun Sentinel. Stock up, Crowder, the man you have sung his praises, Andrew Van Ginkle. Van Ginkle has been a strong replacement for Phillips all season. Van Ginkle, a narrowly built edge rusher, not a muscular, bulky sort such as Phillips, Bradley Chubb, Emmanuel Ogba, or JPP, gets his job done by being crafty. And Van Ginkle, 47 tackles, four sacks, one interception, one fumble recovered, six passes defended, one touchdown, has excelled this season. No question there, right? His stock is up. He is a monster. And like they said, can he consistently rush like Jalen Phillips was? No. But you can also drop him in coverage. He can he can take tight ends up the seam. Like, he's the Swiss Army knife that these special coordinators love to have in their back pocket. I can't wait to see when he starts getting a lot more work because it's him and Agba, and you see from the last game, it's obviously him in front of Agba. So, yeah, man, Van Gink, I'm telling you, I said it earlier, Van Ginkle's about to get paid. I hope it's by the Dolphins. And then the stock down, this is interesting, and I think, you know, we talked about yesterday we did studs and duds from Dolphins Wire. I will tell you, in the Sun Sentinel, uh, they had grades from Sunday's game. Run game gets an A. Pass game gets an A. Defending the run got a C. Defending the pass got an A. Special teams got an A. Coaching got an A. So it's very difficult to find stock down or duds coming off Sunday's game. Uh the stock down that the Sun Sentinel has is Teron Armstead. And what they write is, this isn't for performance reasons, this is for health reasons. Armstead, the Pro Bowl performer and respected team captain, left his second consecutive game with an injury. This time it was an ankle injury. Last week against the Jets, it was a quadriceps injury. He's already missed six games. The hope is he'll be healthy for the final three games and the playoffs. Again, it's nitpicking. We knew this when they signed Teron Armstead. I think there was no question, right? He's never going to give you a 16-game season or 17-game season, um, but it is piling up. So I guess you could consider that a stock down. Oh, yeah. But like you said, Hawk, we talked about this for years. We knew when he came from the Saints he wasn't going to play but 12 games max. That's why Kendall Lamb playing well. We even um, earlier with Josh, we praised Eichenberg for taking his game up. Like the younger guys got to step up because Teron – Teron's not going to be able to give you all them games. But when he's out there, he makes a difference. And truthfully, as they write there in the Sun Sentinel, if he is there for the last three games and the playoffs, you're pretty okay with that, right? If he's healthy. Oh, yeah. If he's healthy. Yeah. And 
the scheme, like they're leaving more people in the block. They're helping people out like that. Uh, one of Tyreek's deep passes, there was only two people out in the route. So we talked about earlier where Tua's on his feet, Tua's healthy. The ske- It schemed up for Tua to be healthy and only take his, his over two and a half second drops every now and again. Right, but, you know, Crowder, you, you keep talking about, and, and I make fun of you, but the Bills, right? Th- those four guys up front, and when the Dolphins have to go up against these these teams that are, are just coming at you and they're strong up front, and, uh, and and we saw what happened with the Bills earlier this season, you're, you're going to need a healthy offensive line. Like, the Eichenberg Express can only take you so far, and I'm willing to praise him for how he's progressed this year, but you're telling me going into that game, it's win and you're the number one seed in the AFC and you're relying on Kendall Lamb and, and Eichenberg, like, I, I, I don't want to be in that situation. You're right. Teron Armstead, we understood he's going to miss four, three, four games a season. It's been a bit exasperated this year. Like, well, he hasn't been healthy this year. It's exacerbated, not exasperated. But also, <laughs> sorry, I can't help myself. Um, but also, I think they're being cautious with him. I, I'm not necessarily certain he's had to miss as much time yeah, as he has. Fair. I think they're being cautious because they do know Washington really isn't posing a problem. Yeah. Tennessee really shouldn't pose a problem. I think the same thing was with Javon Holland on Sunday. I yeah. think if that was game 17 against Buffalo, Javon, if it meant something, Javon would have been out there. Yeah, they so. keep telling you it's it's elimination games yeah. that, they're, that they're worried about, not these games in uh, – in late November, early December. But it, the scheme, and I'm not telling it and giving the secret to the Dolphins, is to run the ball on them and keep them off the field. You give Tua and these receivers 14 opportunities, they're going to get four or five in the end zone, elongate your drives, get first downs. It's kind of like the 49ers, their offense is very advantageous to play a, a high-shooting team because they're not going to give you but seven or eight times to score, and they're going to be on the field forever. Anyway, you'll get uh, game day uncensored next Monday from 4 till 6 p.m. Because the Dolphins play on Monday night. So next Monday, man, there's a lot going on with the schedule and when we're doing shows and where we're going to be at. But game day uncensored with Brendan Tobin and Omar Kelly and Alejandro Solana next Monday, 4 till 6 p.m. And then at 6 p.m., Solana will stay on and give you preheat. Yeah, because the heat game that day is at seven actually. Gotcha. So six to seven is uh, the pregame show, and then seven p.m. heat start. So you're not gonna jobs, boy. So they have. Uh, I have both of you guys. Um, so the Dolphins and the Heat play the the same night. Dolphins Monday night. The Heat have a game. Yeah. Is that in Miami or uh, no? On the road? It's it's on the road. Panthers play that night. I don't remember you know there's two monday night games next yeah. monday night two monday night yeah. games and they're both at the same time it's not like the staggered starts like they're just giving you two monday night games i don't like it i don't either the manning cast is just going to do them simultaneously so they're not focusing on correct one. they're just two games and they're going to have them both up on the screen and they're just going to talk about both games i mean this tree is blowing his nose and i mean (laughs) he's got watery eyes i mean this guy is fading who are we going to see tomorrow at the amarin bank arena not going to be tree tree's going on ir and it's so cold there tree i mean take uh take 17 jackets (laughs) um 
Did you watch two on the Manning cast last night, Crowder, or were you unable to? No, oh, asleep. He uh, <laughs> he was. It was funny because he doesn't give you a lot, so he gives short answers. Um, but he was very upbeat and playful. But he did break out the guitar. Yeah, and he was playing Eric Clapton's "Tears in Heaven," and Peyton was singing along. He was making up lyrics as it was going. I I think. I think the nation, the football-watching nation who's watching last night, I think with hard knocks on Tuesday nights and the Manning cast last night, I think the football nation who might not know much of Tua other than the last, you know, the first couple of seasons under Brian Flores, I think they might start to get a taste of just how much fun the team is because – Two was fun, and he's fun because they're having fun. Like I, I, I think there's a bit of a coming out party here for the Dolphins. He played for Nick Saban in college. He's not going to let you say anything to anybody. And then yep. Flores got him, and he was terrified of Flores. So now, the what they say, the team takes on the identity of the head coach. Yeah. When your when your head coach is erasing cameramen back to the tunnel, <laughs> you're allowed to have a little more fun with your life. He is great. I enjoyed him last night on the Manning Cast. Did you like him, Solana? Yeah, I thought it was fun. I, 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 I think he was just being his genuine self. Like he wasn't trying to put on a show because he's on national TV. Um, I, I thought it was cool. And bro, plays guitar pretty well, man. And did you notice he's righty? Like he's right-handed. Interesting. And yesterday he's playing the guitar right-handed, but he throws left-handed, which stood out to me yesterday on the Manning Cast. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I was very impressed. Liked him. That was your first time watching the Manning cast? It, it, the first time this season. I had watched it, I think, last year, the year before, whatever the first year was, and I, I would fall asleep every single time. And this was my first time this year watching the Manning cast. I liked it. I, I just think it's like a – It's at, at times, like with Ocho Cinco yesterday, Ocho's just trying to, you know – He's talk, watching his bangles. He's watching his bangles. He's also just trying to talk bleep because that's what he's used to. But Peyton is just – Hey, what you know? What what do you do here? Uh, cover two. How, how do you go around the zone? And like he's actively trying to force football. But questions I think that's in interesting. Like I love watching the game through Peyton Manning's eyes because he cannot turn it off. Like you can yeah. see how when he's out on the football field, every like he was coming up with every scenario. Like he would go through a rolodex of. 28 different possibilities and seemingly always landed on the right thing to do in that moment and you still see it and then he gets exasperated or exacerbated when uh when somebody makes the wrong decision or a receiver drops an easy pass or what like he can't he can't contain himself you know what it showed me is that eli has a personality you always knew peyton had one I thought Eli was a cardboard box for a while. And yeah. I'm like, damn, Eli's funny. I did uh, I did like Kay Adams, though, where after her first segment, she comes back because she made the joke that she was sandwiched in between two quarter zips. And uh, she came back in the second segment wearing, wearing a quarter, a quarter zip. zip. Yeah, yeah. Which was, yeah, it was cool. She I was very that. good. Three good guests uh, yesterday. All right, 5 o'clock, Funky Buddha Happy Hour is coming up. Crowder's got to get out of here, too, because he's got to catch a flight, so – uh, we will continue on without the services of one Channing Crowder. But you can watch him tonight, 8 p.m. 
on the CW inside the NFL. That's Channel 39 in Miami if you're using an antenna, Chris Whittingham. Uh, 5 o'clock Funky Buddha Happy Hour is just around the corner. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. You're going to eat that mm. cornbread? Hawk and Crowder. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.